Welcome back to Not Your Average BS, where we talk about what everybody else is thinking. I'm Brendy. And I'm Shannon. Hey, you all. Welcome back to another Monday of Not Your Average BS. We are so happy that you chose to press play on episode 16. Got it right this time because last week I definitely said episode 16 when it surely was episode 15. So my bad. But This week, we really wanted to talk about one of our favorite things, which is supporting small businesses. It's especially essential during this time to think about them and be supporting them, whether that be through purchasing something, buying a gift card, or simply sharing their pages on social media, whatever we can do to help a small business out during this time. We really want to be a part of that. And then we also wanted to give you a little update on kind of the situation that is happening in North Carolina as far as COVID and what the next few weeks will look like per Roy Cooper's recent um, conference the other day. So without further ado, let's get into today's trending topic. We wanted to kind of just talk about how COVID has been progressing in North Carolina and what that means for people like us. Um, so actually today it was just announced that schools were gonna are going to be closed for the remainder of the year, which I don't think anyone is really surprised by that. It was pretty anticipated. So um, everyone's going to be continuing with remote learning for public schools and I honestly, my brothers seem pretty excited about that, but they really, (laughs) I don't think they like really thought they were ever going back. So it's just like a continuation of break for them, I guess. Um, And then also Governor Cooper announced yesterday that we will be extending our stay at home order up until May 8th. And then he kind of laid out the um, three phases that we're going to go through in North Carolina to kind of get back to a sense of normalcy. And it seems like these phases are going to take us up until June, maybe early July, which I mean, is it's obviously not ideal, but this is a public health cri- health crisis, and we do need to treat it as such. Um, and obviously, like we don't want this to get any worse. We don't want to overwhelm our hospitals or any of our infrastructure. So, I mean, honestly, it's kind of disappointing, but like whatever it takes to get us back to normal and also minimize like the deaths and destruction that coronavirus has will cause in North Carolina, I think is necessary. Well, and I think, too, that this is the first time that we've actually gotten a plan with this whole phase one, two, and three thing. So whenever I was listening to the press conference, of course, I was like, holy shit, like this really is never going to end. Like we're extending this another week. Who's to say that, you know, whenever May 8th gets here that they won't extend it even more. But whenever I heard, you know, phase one, two, and three, I was kind of put a little bit at ease because I was like, okay, there's somewhat of like a plan now in place as to when we can kind of open back the economy like slowly. That way everything doesn't get inundated at once and people understand that they still have to take necessary precautions and necessary social distancing measures in all of this. So I don't know how you felt, but I was kind of like, all right, phase one, two, and three, baby. Like we got this. I'm all about the numbers. Yeah. And honestly, I was a little surprised too, because I thought he was at least going to have it until May 15th, maybe even later. But um, it seems like because of the social distancing efforts that we've made in the state, um, things are starting to slow down, which is really great. And it's also really interesting to kind of compare what our state is doing to what other states are doing. Um, You have Georgia, who is 
trying to open this week. I think today, actually, they're opening like their nail salons, their hair salons, their movie theaters, massage therapist places, estheticians, things like that, which I think is very alarming and very concerning. Um, And I get it. People are tired of being home. People want to work. They want to be able to provide for their families. But at the same time, are you really going to try and get back to a sense of normalcy so quickly that you're going to compromise everyone else's health in the process? I think that's just very dangerous. And I don't know. It's kind of just disheartening to see some governors make decisions like that. But at the same time, it kind of shows people like Governor Cooper, like, we don't want to be like them and we're going to be smarter and listen to what the experts are saying. Yeah, well, and I mean, you look at South Carolina and Florida and they're saying, oh, yeah, like we're opening up beaches, but we're still going to put measures, you know, in place. But I was talking to my grandpa earlier and you give people an inch and baby girl, they're going to take seven miles they're, they're not going to take it seriously. They're going to get one whiff of freedom and be like, oh yeah, baby, everything's back to normal. And that's going to do more harm than good. I understand, like Brandy said, that everybody's tired of being inside. That's, you know, a very valid feeling to have, but unless we don't take this seriously right now, we're going to see a second wave in the fall as predicted. I mean, like, obviously like, I'm not a scientist. I'm not a doctor. I am of no one import of importance when it comes to the coronavirus. But I do like to stay informed and educated. And from what I've seen in like the trending news and whatnot, and from trying to keep like a level head in all of this, is that if you take the necessary measures, you're going to see a reduction. You're going to see a flatten in the curve. It's been proven. So if we open the floodgates like South Carolina and Florida are doing right now, who's to know the harm that that's going to cause in the long run in the fall? Like we want schools open in the fall, both college and, you know, public institutions, private schools, you know, so on and so forth. So unless we take the precautions now, we're going to see, oh, 20 to 21 school year suspended. And I mean, I would hate that personally because I'm ready to get back to in-person classes. And I know that other people are too. Same here. And it's crazy because I've, I've seen some colleges that were predicting a couple weeks ago, oh, we're not even going to have, we might not have students on campus until spring mm. 2021, which is what? absolutely insane to think about. And I really hope that doesn't become a reality for UNC Charlotte or the UNC system because that's honestly just not ideal. And we might as well take the steps that we can now to prevent that from happening. Yeah, no, that's not going to really fly with me if we're not back in school in the fall. Um, So, yeah, so whenever I say, like, people level-head with the news, I try not to read stuff too much like that with, like, the headlines of, like, oh, like, university says they won't even be back until 2021 because that will just set my, like, cortisol levels through the – freaking roof. I literally almost just dropped the F word, F word, but, um, that'll send them through the roof. And I think that's another important lesson on all of this is stay informed and educated on the numbers, like what's going on in your County, what's going on in your state. Um, I know that saying that you don't watch the news might be, you know, like a privileged statement, but maybe trying to watch where you get your news from as well. And even on like Facebook, whenever you read like the first headline, making sure that you're getting news from places that's accurate and also not trying to make your head spin in the moment as well. I think it's really easy to get caught up in this narrative of like, oh, like the world is ending. Um, So what I do every day is I like to get on. I like to see how many cases have been reported in um, the county that I live in, how many cases are in Mecklenburg County, because that's obviously where Brendy and I go to school. And then like where North Carolina is at a whole, because obviously that's 
going to impact us a lot more than like what's happening in like Utah. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Who knows what they're doing out there? I don't Yeah. I actually haven't even really heard of many states out West besides like, I feel like California make like big head breaking news. Have you? No, honestly, it seems like the Midwest states are kind of chill. I know s- that in Iowa, though, I saw a girl post today that their stay-at-home order is, like, extended until, like, May 28th or 29th, some, like, through the end of May. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm wondering if, like, the, those states out there are having stricter um, stay-at-home orders and things like that, you know, having to wear masks in public, everyone, things like that, um, if that's why they're going about it a different way or they might be having better outcomes. So I don't know. It's just really interesting to see what all the states are doing. And honestly, I'm hope I'm just thankful that Governor Cooper is making decisions based on science and what will be best for the economy and things like that. Yeah, for sure. So just from like your personal opinion, do you think that schools will be open in the fall or you don't even like want to predict that far ahead? I honestly don't even want to predict that far ahead. My concern is even even if we do the best that we can right now, you can't really change the fact that this is a virus and that it it really is likely to come back in the fall even worse. And the CDC director, he was going back and forth on what he actually felt and what he actually said. I think as of most recently, he did confirm his his statements, but he did say, you know, this is going to be pretty detrimental because we're going to have coronavirus going on flu at the same time, trying to differentiate between the two. It's just going to be very messy, going to be very catastrophic. So hopefully because um, the trends that they originally predicted have started to go down and we're not seeing as many deaths as originally anticipated, then we will be able to go back in the fall. I I mean, I really want to go back to school in the fall. Um, But I mean, only time will tell. I know. I I feel like we, I feel like I never thought I would be saying that, if that makes sense. Like, you know, when you're on like summer break and you're just like, oh my God, like I never want summer break to end. Now I'm just like, holy shit. Like, First of all, we're about to wrap up classes within the next two to three weeks. Then we have all of summer and then we get back potentially to the fall. And I've never been like, oh my God, I want fall 2020 to be here <laughs> I like know, tomorrow. I know. Usually I'm someone that's like just live in the moment, but I, it's really hard at this time. But, you know. Yeah. No, for sure. So with that being said, I mean, I just want to reiterate again, try not to, you know, dive deep down the rabbit hole of news, because I feel like that can really change the trajectory of how you're thinking about all of this. Um, I know for me, I'm constantly going downstairs and yelling at my family. I'm like, yo, turn this shit off. I'm tired of hearing about it. Um, unless it's like a necessary press conference that's giving like a monumental update, like yesterday's, um, update from governor Roy Cooper on, you know, as far as a stay at home order being extended, like this just needs to be turned off because no one wants to see this negativity right now. And I think we all kind of agreed as a household that that was, you know, like an okay thing to do. So try not to go too far down the rabbit hole because we still want you all to kind of be informed, but also have a positive mindset and knowing that like better days are coming. But Brandy brought up a really good point, which segues us into our main topic of today is how we want you all to support small businesses during this time. And what our favorite small businesses in the areas that we live in are. So moving on, Brendy, did you want to dive into why we want to talk about small businesses today? Yeah. Um, I just have really been trying to make it a point to support small businesses during this time because they're the ones who are getting hit the most. Um, and we kind of touched on this in class last night, how even with the third, um, the third stimulus bill, how that actually ended up helping a lot of quote unquote 
mega businesses, places like Potbelly and things like that, which aren't actual small businesses. I mean, they're going to be fine. Um, so I think it's really important to support, you know, the places in your community, making sure that the people there are still able to provide for their families and put food on the table. Um, and they're really the ones who are going to suffer the most from this because they're not getting as much traffic and things like that. I know some restaurants are still um, doing takeout and things, which is really good and doing like different deals. So that's really good. And hopefully encourages people to continue to support them during this time. Yeah. And I mean, we should be supporting small business all of the time, but I think that they're kind of being put under a magnifying glass right now because as sad as it is, many small businesses will not survive this. I mean, many people have already had to close up shop as is just in the last like month or so, which is really alarming. So Hopefully between our support and the support that they're going to be receiving from the government, we'll be able to see them keep their doors open for as long as possible and be able to kind of withstand the storm that we're in currently right now. So so kicking off the small businesses that Brendy and I love, we wanted to first talk about our favorite breakfast and brunch spots. So Brandy girl, why don't you kick it off, kick us off with what's going down in the good old GSO. <laughs> Love that from you. <laughs> so, so the first place that I have is called Melt Kitchen and Bar in Greensboro. If you guys didn't know that, I live in Greens. Well, technically, this is a debate. I do live in Summerfield, which is about three miles outside of Greensboro. You know, it's just <laughs> easier to say that. Okay, so don't drag me, anyone, if you know where I stay. But <laughs> um, the first place is Melt Kitchen and Bar. It is one of my favorite brunch places. If you are a true friend, you know that French toast is my number one favorite food. This place <laughs> has such good French toast. They have some good cheesy grits. They have some good potatoes. They have some good Brussels sprouts. And I don't know that they're still open for takeout every day, but we actually were able to get a few pans of food from there for Easter. And they actually, I guess everyone that supported them for Easter ended up getting like a $5 card to use in the gift card to use in the future which I thought was really awesome. Nice. So we got like some Brussels sprouts, some quiche and some biscuits from there on Easter, which was really great. You know, my parents didn't have to go out and buy groceries to feed all of us and we were able to support a small business. So I think doing things like that is really important. And honestly, like I said, their French toast is really good. Um, when they open back up, they do have bottomless mimosas on Sundays. Oh, for yes, ma'am. So if you're interested in that, that's a good time. Slide on over there. Um, so Melt is really good. Honestly, I everything that you, you get there is good. Like you literally can't go wrong. Yes, ma'am. We love bottomless mimosas. Got me <laughs> over here like fiending for some champagne now. <laughs> So my place um, actually has two locations. There's one in the Matthews area and then one in Park Road Shopping Center, which is kind of like South Park-ish, South End area. Um, that might not be accurate, but who, who cares? Whatever. Um, but it's called Your Mom's Donuts, and it is obviously a donut place. They make handmade, homemade, from scratch doughy, gooey, delicious donuts. These shits are crack. <laughs> they are, they are so good. And I know on Thursdays they do a dozen for $20 and you can go uh, pick it up. They sell out 
super quick. So if you want your mom's donuts, you need to like have that thought three days in advance and then make sure that you wake up on time to go to their little like stand up shop in each of these places to go get your, um, your donuts. Is donuts a healthy breakfast option? Probably not, but a little bit of balance. You eat a donut in the morning, then maybe walk a couple of miles in the afternoon and chug some water. But, uh, especially during all of this, you know, they're trying to keep their doors open. They're trying to thrive in this, you know, crashing economy and why not do it with a treat in your mouth? So check out your mom's donuts. We're going to leave, um, everything about all of the businesses that we talk about below in the show notes, but we'll leave their Instagram handles and you all your mom's donuts Instagram page is so aesthetically pleasing and like mouthwatering whenever you go onto it, because it's just these beautiful creations. Like I'm not talking about your standard Dunkin' Donuts, a glazed donut, just pop up in there and pay your 99 cent. These are like gourmet Michelin five-star chef (laughs) style donuts. They're so so good. I was going to say, do you have like a favorite flavor? Are they more like, are they like doughier or like, do they have a glaze on them? They're definitely doughier. Hold on. I'm about to like look because the thing is, is that they, um, they like switch up their flavors. Oh, okay. So like a rotating menu. Yeah. So it's like a rotating menu. I know that they have like a couple like signature ones, but like just for example, they have this week's four new flavors this week was honey toasted sesame, Nutella cheesecake, rum raisin, chambord rose, and um cookie dough and then Wait, like that so good no just listen to the listen to the description of this one i'm sorry you all just like get get this donut ready in your mind <laughs> mexican mexican hot chocolate cinnamon and cayenne spice but not too spicy and dark chocolate drizzled perfect saturday treat tell me that does not sound delicious wait that sounds amazing how have you not told me about this place before is my question i don't know because honestly honestly i really really love it but they have so many good ones but they're definitely more of like that cakey donut so mm-hmm. that's not really your vibe um i don't really know what's wrong with you because they're delicious <laughs> but definitely for sure go check them out for that kind of you know saturday morning treat or check them out on thursdays whenever they do their dozen um special donuts you know I mean, Dunkin' Donuts, wonderful, awesome, great, but you're not going to beat your mom's donuts and you're supporting a small business in the process. I cannot wait to come back to Charlotte so that I can go to this place with you because honestly, you have like really hyped them up over here. So I'm really trying to go. (laughs) I am the donut queen. Let me just tell you, I am the donut queen. That is like most people want like their fancy wedding cake. I want a donut wall at my wedding. Oh yes. Yes. We talked about this and I was like, wait, that sounds like so Shannon. (laughs) Just, just imagine like you're not having to worry about the cake being cut. You just walk over to the wall and you just grab whichever flavor donut you want. And who knows, maybe by then I'll have some sort of relationship with your mom's donuts and they'll (laughs) want to be a part of my wedding. Maybe they'll be sponsoring this podcast by then. (laughs) Yes. I'm screaming. Hashtag not sponsored. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay. I love that. So moving on to dinner. Um, actually I'll let Shannon take us off with this one. Okay. So my place is, might not be super relevant to a lot of people because I live outside of Charlotte. Um, it's easier to tell people that you're from Charlotte so that you're not like, Oh, I'm actually from Indian trail, which is like 30 minutes from Charlotte. 
So this place is called Athenian Grill, and it's a Greek-slash-Mediterranean place. It's literally five minutes from my house. It's my mom and I's favorite go-to restaurant. I love Greek food. Like Greece is like my number one place that I eventually want to go travel to once this is all over, but I they have such good food. It's like a family-owned restaurant. They actually just opened back up for takeout, so if you're in the like Indian Trail Matthews area and you're wanting to try something new, I definitely recommend them. I love their falafel pita. It's absolutely delicious, but they also have like, you know, um, chicken, gyros, pork, like a whole bunch of different options. So definitely check them out. Um, And then my next thing is basically anything in Optimist Hall. I'm not entirely sure if Every store in Optimist Hall is open. And if for those unfamiliar with Optimist Hall, it's basically like a massive food hall in Charlotte. They just opened like within the last like year or so. And basically within it is like several different kind of pop-up shop style restaurants is the best way to describe it. So there's um, like a cheese. What is that? Oh, grilled cheese. I'm about to say cheeseburger. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a grilled cheeseburger. Oh. there's a grill there's a grilled cheese place called poppy queso um there's another like vietnamese place chinese place dumplings place Um, pizza place they have a bar in there there's like a whole bunch of different things um i know there's a couple of dessert places in there and then there's also a coffee and juice bar in there as well and For now, the time being, I know that a few of the pop-up places have been doing where you can order beforehand and then it's almost like a drive-through situation where you can go up there and pick it up curbside from them. And I think it's especially important to support them now during this time because a majority of these places literally just opened within six months to a year ago to even one of the places I was um, reading on Charlotte Agenda literally just opened like a couple of weeks before this had all started. So I could not imagine opening up and then all of a sudden a pandemic happens and all of the money that you just poured into your business, you you're not even getting back because no one's coming in. That's a place that like heavily res- like um, relies on foot traffic to come in because people are constantly like, Oh, like, let me just go in there and like, see what they have. And then I'll, um, I'll pick whatever I want. So if you are in that area in Optimist Hall, I, you know, highly recommend you get on their website, um, seek out those people who have just opened up within there and try to order something. Um, and I know the thing is, is that a lot of these places are even doing deals. Like they're doing lunch specials. They're doing dinner specials of just to drive people in, um, for meals so that they can like accrue costs and they can try to make their rent and they can try to cover the cost of food. They're literally at this point, just trying to break even. So that way they don't bankrupt themselves. Right. And a place like Optimus Hall, if you haven't been there, it is massive. Like Shannon said, every single time I have gone in there, it has been absolutely packed. Granted, I typically Mm -hmm. do go like on a weekend, but it's always absolutely packed there. Um, and like, even after you get your food and like try to sit down, you basically have to snag a table as soon as someone's (laughs) getting up because that's how packed it is. So I can't even imagine how difficult this time is for the businesses in there. Like you said, so if you are in the Charlotte area, like Shannon said, make sure you go and support some of the places that are doing like the curbside pickup. So my place for a nice dinner is Rio Grande in Summerfield. So this place is like literally five minutes from my house. Um, and it's just so convenient to go there. They have some really good Mexican food and they're also doing a lot of deals during this time. So 
we got dinner there last week. They're doing like a four pack for a family meal. They're doing a six pack, which is what we did like last week. Um, they're doing all kinds of stuff. Um, and it's like, you basically, it's basically like a curbside pickup. You just go pay there and then they give you all your items. Everything's ready really quickly. Um, and I think it's really great. And it seems like a lot of people have been supporting them from what my dad told me when he went to go pick up our food, which is really good. So if you are in the Greensboro, Summerfield, High Point, wherever area, um, that's a really great place to support. They have really good Mexican food. You really can't go wrong with what you order there. Personally, I like the chicken chimichanga with a little rice and beans on the side, get you some chips. Real quick. Oh my give gosh. Give us her so order. Bad. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, welcome to. <laughs> I'll give you the full order. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so that place is really good. Make sure you check it out if you're in the area. And all these places that we're mentioning too, if you aren't local to the area, I'm sure that if you called, emailed, um, went to their website, you can definitely purchase like a gift card or some gift, gift certificate maybe to kind of support them in that additional way. So just make sure you check out all the people, all the people and all the places places that we're going to be linking below in the show notes. Yeah. Well, and with that being said too, just because we're listing off all of these places, we are very aware that not all of our listeners live in the Charlotte or Greensboro area. So we're not saying drive three hours to come, you know, get dinner. I'm pretty sure that you actually couldn't if even if you wanted to. I'm not really <laughs> sure what the what the restrictions are upon, you know, essential driving and getting to and from places. However, this shouldn't stop you from getting on your own like Facebook sites or Instagram sites and finding out what small businesses are around you that you can support during this time. So this episode is really kind of grounded in the fact that yes, we're giving you all our recommendations for where we live, but also it's kind of to get the ball rolling in your head as to what small businesses you can support during this time as well. Exactly, exactly. All right, so moving on to coffee, the most important thing of the day. Yes. <laughs> so, okay, my favorite coffee place, again, two minutes from my house. Every time <laughs> someone comes to Summerfield, every time someone comes to stay with me at my house, I'm like, okay, we're going to get coffee right here. You can ask any of my friends that have visited me. <laughs> so, this place is called The Jumping Bean, and it's a coffee drive through, which is honestly an excellent market during this time, too, Ooh. because you've never had to get out of your car to go to this place you just like drive through it's like a little house type thing um again they have so many different like sweets and treats I they make these like pop tarts or they have a lady that makes them these homemade pop tarts they're so good and they have cinnamon rolls they have scones they have so many different things um and my favorite drink there I usually will get a vanilla iced coffee or I might get like a macchiato, ice macchiato, Ooh. something like that. Um, but this place is really great. And they also um, are doing like gift cards and gift certificates. Um, I think they have like a few t-shirts and like mugs and stuff that they sell. So if you're not in the area, of course, check them out online. If you are in the area, make sure you support them instead of Starbucks or anywhere like that. Um, it's always really great to support local, especially during this time. And my place, similarly to Brendy, is about two minutes from my house. It's called Breakman's Coffee. It's in Matthews. This place, even so, it's funny because, you know, we've lived in North Carolina for a pretty decent amount of time. And I always drove past this place because it was on my way to my first ever job at Grand Slam Batting Cages. I used to be a little oh, Batgirl attendant. Yes. Yes, first job was at a batting cage. Fun fact about Shannon. But I used to always pass by this place, and I was like, 
what is that? Because we just called Brakemans and it's in kind of what Brendy said. It's in a house. It's in like an old house. It's not like a standalone building. It's not like, um, a brick house that kind of looks like it's a business. It's this like beautiful white house with a bunch of outdoor seating and like an outdoor patio type of vibe, but also there is indoor seating as well. But I probably went there for the first time earlier this year. Um, I like started to realize that I wasn't getting any work done inside of my house and I didn't really want to go to Starbucks because just Starbucks is not the place for me to get work done. I know that I've like said on here, like, Oh, like get out of your house. If you want to get stuff done, go to Starbucks or whatever. But I've just come to realize that that's not my vibe. Um, and when I went here, I realized that they had outdoor seating, but also like inside, it's just like a super friendly, upbeat environment. Starbucks music sometimes just gets to me. Like sometimes it's like really deep down and depressing. And this place plays like really upbeat, happy, like, I don't know what to put on it, label kind of music, but basically they're just same thing, local coffee shop trying to make a living out here during all of this. They've been in Matthews for a very long time, but my favorite thing to get them from them now that I can't have coffee, because as we've sadly learned, I am allergic to it is their iced matcha latte. And let me tell you before this place, I did not like matcha. I felt like it tasted like ground up dirt. Um, (laughs) and that's like dramatic, but I went here and it's actually really super good. And I like it because they don't put a, um, artificial sweetener in it. They put honey in it to kind of like sweeten it up without adding like all of that, like cancer inducing shit. So that's why I really liked it as well. And another thing too, is that they have a bunch of like vegan goodies. They have like all like the regular stuff too, but they have like vegan banana chocolate, um, bread and they had vegan muffins whenever I was there and the staff is just super nice and super friendly and right now they're selling gift cards they're selling their merch online and then they're also selling the coffee grounds that they use within their store online I know so we'll be sure to leave their website that way you can order it that way if you don't live local but you still want to get your grinds and you don't want to go to you know the Walmart or the Costco's you can order it through them and you're once again indirectly supporting a small business and keeping them open during this. So moving on to our next portion, which is clothing. Every girl loves a new piece of clothing, especially during the spring and the summertime. So we wanted to highlight two of our favorite stores that you can um, shop online and either pick it up there. Brandy, I'm not sure about yours, but I know you can do it for the one that I'm choosing to highlight. Same here. um, Okay, awesome. So you can either... You can order it all online and either go pick it up at the store or they can deliver it to you. And I know the place that I'm highlighting is offering free shipping. So with that being said, I am highlighting Girl Tribe, which is the cutest little pink every girl's dream store in South End. And I have been following this store for a long time, honestly, ever since I was in high school, whenever they first opened. I was all about it. They were started by two badass women. I've been to a lot of their events. Brendy and I actually went to the Girl Tribe pop-up shop back in December. December, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So if you're unfamiliar with Girl Tribe, they're kind of very well known for these massive pop-up shops that they put up. So they invite vendors from all over the country to come out and sell their um, clothing, candles, literally anything you can think of, jewelry, I don't even baby clothes, literally anything that you can think of. We saw so much stuff whenever we were there. 
So that's what they're most well known for is these massive pop-up shops. They do have a brick and mortar store in South End and they have a bunch of cute boutique um, clothing, skirts, dresses, um, tops and whatnot. I like more of their collection-based items. So a big one that they have is like their Charlotte collection. I have a few hats that basically it just says like CLT and on the back it says Girl Tribe. I have a few shirts from them. Um, and I really like them because of like the mission that they stand behind. They're also doing huge things for the Charlotte community right now. They're always pubbing people on their Instagram. They're always trying to get people to shop at other small businesses around them. So they're not just kind of in it for themselves. They're not saying, oh, everybody like come here, come shop at Girl Tribe only. They're like, oh, you need your hair done? Come here. Oh, like you freaking need a coffee shop recommendation? Here we go. Like here are our friends. So they're really plugged into the Charlotte community, which I think is awesome and says a lot about them as a brand. Yeah. And I saw that, I don't know if they're doing another one or if this was just last week that they did, but how they did that campaign where a portion of proceeds from um, the certain collection that they did were going to basically a small business fund so they could kind of give back and give these, not loans, I guess grants. They would give these grants to businesses in the Charlotte community. So I think it's awesome that they're like all about community and that they're all about giving back during this time. And honestly, just like every day too. Yeah. And I was just going to say that they're doing a bunch of things right now. They pivoted in a million different directions in order to keep their, um, keep their doors open, keep their employees being paid. I know that this morning they just did like a Facebook live sale. So almost like a pop-up version of what they do in person, but online as well. And I don't think people understand the huge undertaking that is whenever you're like pivoting to an entirely online market, the, the logistics that go behind all of that. So really, I also wanted to commend them and being able to make such like which I'm sure it wasn't a smooth transition, but from our lens, it was, it looked like a seamless transition for them to go online in order to kind of keep their doors open and keep customers coming back. And their stuff is cute as hell. I mean, Brandy has seen you wear their stuff all the time. We have really cute stuff. Shannon convinced me to buy one of their like black CLT hats. So we're, you know, twinning and cute together. So (laughs) I love that. And then my favorite clothing shop, it is based in Greensboro, but um, it's also online too. So if you want to order there, you can do that. And it's called Boho Blue. And they do Facebook Lives like throughout the week and also on the weekend. Um, I, th- I want to say they do like at least one every day, which is pretty cool. And they also have a Facebook group called Boho Blue Nation, which is cool. And like I've they did a warehouse sale, I think last weekend. So they do those like every now and then. Um, and I got the cutest pair of cheetah print pants. They're almost like culotte style kind of vibe. Um, and I literally cannot wait to style them. And the cool thing about their warehouse sales that they do are, um, they only have like one, two, or like a few of those specific pieces and like those certain sizes. So like when I hopped on that warehouse sale, they only had that like one pair of the cheetah print pants. So I literally typed, I was literally like, <laughs> like typing so fast because <laughs> they were so cute. And I'm so excited to wear them and style them when we get out of quarantine, you guys are going to see this fit on my Instagram. So be on the lookout. Okay. It's going to be so cute. I think it's cool that they do so many Facebook lives because it's a really great way to like get engaged. And it's not like, 
I wouldn't be as inclined to just, you know, this is just me personally to just like go on their website and spend money. But then when I like see someone like how they style the piece and like actually being engaged with like everyone who's watching, I just think that's really cool and just adds to the whole like shopping experience basically. Well, and I think this point in time right now is really proving to businesses that they really need to focus a lot of their efforts in their social media marketing and on their online presence. And who knows, maybe whenever we do head back into whatever normal looks like next, this will kind of inform businesses on the strategies that they're taking moving forward in terms of like, okay, how many, you know, how many dollar amounts are we going to put into online marketing versus, you know, print marketing or print advertising. So I really think this is going to be a wake up call to a lot of businesses. And that's not to say that people aren't heavily looking at social media already, because I think that's just where we're at at this day and time. But I think this is really going to make businesses think in a very different way once all of this is over in terms of like where their money is going towards. The next thing that we're going to talk about is our favorite online shops right now. And I am so excited for the two that Brandy is about to talk about because she actually has coupon codes for you all to use. So make sure that you go use them. We're going to say them for the 50 times over the next like 30 seconds. And then we're going to leave them in the show notes for you all. <laughs> yes, literally 50 times. Exactly, <laughs> Shannon. <laughs> so these two businesses are ones that I absolutely love. And part of the reason is because they're two family businesses. Um, on both sides of my family, we have a lot of family businesses, which I think is really cool and yes. honestly has inspired me to like want to start my own business one day. Not sure what it'll be yet, but that's definitely in the cards for me in the future. So the first place is called Besto Kitchen, um, and they sell the best hot sauce you will ever try. Texas Pete is shaking. Um, every other sauce is quaking in their boots <laughs> because this sauce is the bomb.com, let me tell you. Okay. So Besto, let me describe it for you. Okay. So Imagine in a sauce, in a bottle, you have some hints of honey, some cayenne for that little spice, that lime and cilantro for that little bite. I'm telling you, you can put Besto hot honey on literally anything and it will take it to the next level. I've put the sauce on chicken, eggs, mashed potatoes, regular potatoes, um, literally any meat, any vegetable, and it will just take it to the next level. It is so, so, so good. And they have an original flavor and a smoke flavor if you want like a little extra spice for yourself. <laughs> um, but they're both really, really good. I love it. And they have all natural ingredients. They're made in small batches. It's a family-owned business, so you can trust where it's coming from. They're based in Baltimore, Maryland. And it is available online exclusively at bestohothoney.com. That's B-E-S-T-O, hothoney.com. And we have a little coupon code for you guys, which is super exciting. Um, Shannon and I are not getting any benefits from this. This is going strictly to the business and to the business owners. And that's going to be buy one, get one half off of the other bottle. So all you have to do is visit bestohothoney.com. That's B-E-S-T-O, hothoney.com and place two or more bottles of their sauce into your cart and use the code AVGBS at checkout to receive 50% off of one bottle. That's half off of one bottle of Besto Hot Honey. Yeah, so that is AVGBS at checkout for 50% off your order. Yes, and 
We are hoping to do more coupon codes for you guys in the future. So if you guys have any people you want us to work with, let us know on Instagram, Facebook. You, you guys know how to get in contact with us at this point. Yes. Um, okay, so that is our first one. So our second one is called New Secrets Tea. And no shade to Starbucks or any of the other places, but, you know, I'm just going to say this is the best tea. I personally, I mean, honestly, I drink it hot or cold, but like since it's starting to get spring and summer, a little warmer outside, I've been doing a lot of like ice versions of this tea. Um, This is another family business and we have another coupon code for you guys. So my two favorite teas, just in case you guys are wondering, because she has a bunch on her website. Um, There's one called the Detox Me Tea, and this one has like cranberries and like berry flavors in it, and it's so good. It almost reminds me of um, the Passion Tango Tea from Starbucks, and you just like steep it. You know, if you want it sweet, throw some sugar in there, maybe some honey, whatever you want, and just pour that over ice. It is so good. And then the (laughs) next one is the Energize me tea and this one has elements of peach and ginger if you like the ice peach green tea from starbucks you will love this i promise you it's super super good and on the website they have like you can get the teas in however many you want so you can get it strictly in the loose leaf ones which is what we have in the house or you can get them like already pre-packaged in the bag so it's really just a personal preference if you do use like the loose leaves you're going to need to use like an infuser or something which they have on their website they're not very expensive at all and one product that I really like too on their website they have these like honey crystals so you know how sometimes if you put honey in your tea it like just kind of sits there if it doesn't get like mixed well enough Mm -hmm. this basically eliminates that because it's it's basically like sugar granules but it's honey so it's super convenient Mm. and it's really good it just really elevates your drink so if you guys want to try out some new secrets tea you can visit the website newsecretstea.com and use the code average a-v-e-r-a-g-e for 20 percent off of any item from new secrets tea until may 3rd again that's average for 20 percent off of new secrets tea until may 3rd I absolutely love that. And I love that they're family-owned businesses. I think that's really cool and unique that amongst the Bluets, we have entrepreneurs. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. So the first online business that I wanted to talk about is one that I've actually talked about before on the podcast, which is Dove Pottery. It's owned by two people who I went to high school with, and they actually just got recently married within the last year, which is crazy to think about because I feel like I was there whenever you know their relationship just started. So to think that they are married now and own their own business is just really wild and really commendable. But Dove Pottery started in the early 2000s by Jordan's grandmother and unfortunately, whenever she passed away, Jordan kind of picked it up and molded it into what it is today, which I think is so admirable. And I think it's so special that he's carrying on his grandma's legacy of making Dove Pottery a household name for people, you know, across the country, but also hopefully one day worldwide. And, you know, now is really the time to support them because they've had to pivot into a completely online model because during this time, during the spring and the summer season is when they would really be going to farmers markets and festivals and pairing with local businesses in order to kind of get the word out about their product and sell their products and whatnot. So having to move to a completely online model essentially overnight in order to keep the business afloat 
you know, that's a stressful thing to do. And what I really wanted to talk about was how each piece that you buy from Dove Pottery is one of a kind. You know, you can't replicate something that comes off of the, I want to say it's like a spin wheel. Um, I could be totally wrong about that. So Jordan and Raven, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it's so special that each time that you buy something from Dove Pottery, you truly are getting something that is one of a kind and is unique to you. And with Mother's Day and Father's Day and, you know, summer birthdays rolling right around the corner, I think that there's no better thing to gift them than to gift them such a unique piece and support such a special mission. And I think that during this time, we tend to forget about, you know, small and local artists. We're so focused on, you know, small restaurants and small coffee shops and the boutique stores that we forget that people are out here, you know, making pottery, making jewelry, selling their photography. And I really just wanted to highlight Dove Pottery. Number one, obviously, because I love who Jordan and Raven are and I love what they've created out of Dove Pottery, but also because their work is truly beautiful. If you just go onto their website, they have beautiful mugs and baskets and serving trays. So definitely be sure to check Dove Pottery out. Well, moving on to our last business that we wanted to support um, through this podcast online in the online space is called Rooted Rethinkery. And this is in typical fashion a company that is dedicated to sustainable efforts in the Charlotte area. However, they have a complete online shop where you can go on and shop their entire website and they have reusable face wash pads. So I know that, you know, for, I mean, both ladies and men, if you use some sort of like toner on your face. I stay using those like little like cotton balls or the little like cotton pads. And I mean, if you're doing that to your face once or twice a day, that's, you know, tens, twenties, thirties of pads just in a simple week. And that's all going in the trash. That's all going to a landfill. That's collecting so much waste in the environment. So she sells these packs of reusable ones. So you can use it, you know, however many times you seem fit. And then you can literally just toss them in your, I'm not a dishwasher. You can toss them in, toss them in your washing machine, you know, and then you get multiple wares out of it. That way you're not having to go to Walmart target and having to buy all of these, um, pads over and over and over again. Then she also has reusable cups. So the Stojo cups that are really popular, she carries those. She has reusable, um, something that's very interesting. Not, don't know if I'm on the trend, but the little, um, toothbrush, what do you wash your teeth with? Toothpaste? Toothpaste. <laughs> Toothpaste tab. So you literally just like pop it in your mouth and you wet it with your toothbrush and then that acts as your toothpaste. I haven't tried That's them personally. Cool. Yeah, I haven't tried them personally. It's something that I'm willing to do because obviously I know that toothpaste comes in a massive plastic container. So in any way that I can reduce my plastic use, I try to. But she has a bunch of stuff. So of course, we're going to leave her information below. That way you can go check it out. She has a lot of reusable um, products like shampoo and toothpaste and mouthwash that you're able to bring your own like refillable container in. Obviously, right now, that's not necessarily possible because her storefront is closed and she's doing, I believe, curbside or even delivery. But the purpose of this was really to just tell you that her online shop is open and she has an array of things available for you all to try. I highly recommend going to check it out because 
in any way that you can try to be sustainable, you know, you're benefiting you and the environment because you're reducing waste and you're not having to constantly buy stuff over and over and over again. And she's just a really cool lady in Charlotte who's trying to do an awesome thing. I love that. I love that it's so like so many reusable things, especially like with the like cloth pads you were talking about. Because even when you think about like how many makeup wipes you use and all those just go like Mm -hmm. in the trash and then go sit in a landfill. So I've been trying to be more conscientious about like my skincare and like things like that and reusing things when I can. Yeah. And you don't necessarily think about it in the moment. You're not like, oh, this isn't contributing to like a major problem. But then you realize, oh, I'm doing this every single day, at least once, possibly twice a day. Because like you said, you're removing your makeup, you're putting your toner on, you're applying your different products and whatnot. So being mindful of that. And she's here to serve to you as a resource and she's a small business. So in supporting her, you're supporting a small business and supporting an effort of sustainability that we're trying, you know, Climate change is a real thing. Yes. Yes. As we know. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Well, that is all the businesses that we have to tell you guys about today. Like we said, we are going to link them all down below in the show notes. We will also have a post on our Facebook page about them. So we can just link them directly and you guys can click on them that way. And we'll also tag them all in our Instagram post where we announce this week's episode. So make sure you guys go check them out on Instagram, give them a follow, um, and just check out all the awesome products, foods, and things that they have to offer. In addition to that, one way that you can support all of these businesses that we've mentioned, whether you're going to buy products or you're going to go visit them in person to pick up curbside is literally just giving like them a shout out on your own social media pages so that it can reach multiple people, but also buying gift cards so that you're able to potentially go to them eventually. Or if you have like a family member that lives in the area that we were talking about, um, any of my family that's listening right now, if you want to give me a gift card to Bregman's coffee, um, <laughs> but, um, basically the best way that you can support them is really just through word of mouth um, and through, you know, buying gift cards. That way we're able to keep these places open because they're the ones being hit hardest right now during all of this. Right. So even following, liking their pages, sharing and reposting their content is going to be really helpful for them, even if you aren't, you know, able to make a purchase at this time. Yeah. And just to wrap up, make sure you guys are following us on Instagram at not your average BS um, and our Facebook group, which we have both of them linked below in the show notes. And make sure you guys rate, review, and subscribe. We love reading your reviews so much. Thank you to everyone who takes the time to like write one. It really means the world to me and Shannon. We get literally so excited when just one person leaves us another review. It's so awesome. So thank you so much for always supporting us. And lastly, just wanted to say we are planning on bringing on more guests this summer as our semester comes to a close. We're starting to kind of plan out our content and we're bringing you guys some really exciting things this summer. Um, But if you guys have any ideas for any guests specifically, topics that you want us to talk about over these next few months, just let us know. Shoot us an email, um, DM us on Instagram or however you want to get in contact with us. Yes. So until next month, Monday. That's That's the the BS. BS.